And welcome to episode 15 of the Whatever I Find Entertaining Podcast. Whew, I took a deep breath. Welcome, y'all. I'm so happy to have y'all with me. We're at episode 15 now. I'm so grateful we still riding and the momentum train is still moving. But before we get into all of that, first things first, wellness check. How y'all doing today? How is everything going how, how was your year? How was your month? How was your day? I hope every day you experience is better than your last one because I'm doing fantastic, but that's only in regards to how fantastic you're doing. Uh, I just want the best for all my listeners because I love y'all and I appreciate y'all support and I appreciate y'all energy and y'all time and y'all opinions and everything, man. So I'm just happy that y'all are here and uh, I hope y'all doing good. So now that that's out the way, let's let's get into our list of topics like usual. We got a bunch of things we're going to talk about today. We got video games, we got TV shows, we got movies, we got a little NBA action. Oh, we got a lot, we got a lot going on today. Um, we're going to cover, I saw some Demon Slayer stuff that, for the Demon Slayer game. Uh, apparently there's some Space Jam stuff happening around the time the movie is dropping. Uh, I saw some stuff for Hellblade 2. Um, as far as TV shows, we're going to talk about Dave a little bit. We're going to talk about Rick and Morty a little bit. Uh, that's our trailer for Candyman. Uh, there's some Indiana Jones news. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA. We only got we got four teams left. And they're early into the... Well, I guess they're not early. Not both of them. Not early. The, the East is kind of early in today's series, but the West is kind of in the middle of their series. Um I'm going to talk about that. And, of course, we're going to end the show like we always do on some Loki. We're going to uh, recap episode 13. So, spoiler warnings for, I guess, any of those shows if you haven't seen them. Uh, Dave, Loki, Rick and Morty. Well, spoilers for all that. Spoilers for the NBA games if you haven't watched them, I, I guess. Just spoilers for any anything that I just named that you don't want to get spoiled on. Then you best, like, just be weary. Um... So yeah, that's our that's our list of topics today. Uh, first, we're gonna get into some video game news. I also want to talk about this thing for the PS5, but I'll save that. We're gonna uh, take a quick little break, and then we're gonna get into some video game stuff. I'll be right back. And we are back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, first thing we want to get into is some video game news. I happen to see. Uh, when I was strumming through YouTube, I guess is a way to say it. Um, there was some Demon Slayer stuff uh, for the game that's coming out. I was confused because I thought there was like a Demon Slayer action game that was coming out. Like a like a, a, a actual adventure game. So I was really hyped about it because I'm not really hyped about the, the fighting game that's coming out. I mean, it looks cool. But one, I'm not a big fighting game fan. And I'm even less of a arena fighter fighting game fans so it, it wasn't really doing anything for me but uh, once i saw this i was like oh they're doing a separate game that's an adventure game that's that's dope i want to see that but i think it's just like it's the same game it's just we got an adventure mode too if you don't want to do the fighting game mode so I, that's what i think it was but it looked cool it's so far they covered um in spoilers for if you haven't watched demon slayer yet but um i've already talked about the mugen train though so i mean <laughs> Whatever. Um, it covered uh, the pretty much the beginning. 
I don't know how much the story mode is going to cover, but what they showed in the trailer was uh, up to the point where he fought those. He probably going to fight the dude with the drum pads. I cannot remember any of the villains' names. It's been so long since I watched Demon Slayer. Like, Jesus Christ. But um, the one, the, the, the two demons, I think they were related or they were just really close. One had the 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 balls and they used the arrow. One had the balls, but one had the arrows. And the ball went everywhere the arrows went, so it was hard to dodge the shit. It showed it showed them fighting them. I think that's as far as it got. But that's not, I'm not saying that's what how far the, the the game goes. That's just how far the trailer got. So I don't know how far. I, I'm assuming they're gonna go to the end of season one. That's what I'm assuming. But and you never know. They could get into some manga stuff, so they could go and pass that. I don't know. I'm not getting the game, so it's not really a huge concern to me. I just thought the trailer looked interesting, so I thought I'd bring it up on the show. Um, next up is a little funnier note. Uh, Space Jam 2. Uh, what's it called? A, uh, a Legacy? A Legacy Content? Whatever Space Jam 2 is called. They're doing a video game for it. Uh, I don't know whose idea this was or who's this for, but it was... um. I mean, I guess it, it was. It's a beat. It's a side scroller, and it's a beat 'em up. Where I think you play as LeBron, but maybe you can also play as like Bugs and Lola. Uh, maybe I did see them, but I don't know if they're just there to help. I don't know if this is multiplayer. It didn't say. It should be. I mean, I don't know why you would have a one-player beat 'em up. What is this, Shaq Fu Two or something? Brutes. Uh, yeah. It, it looks fine. It's got really cartoonish graphics. I mean, it's. I think it's only for Xbox though, because they were talking about Game Pass and they were like, "Play it here," and they didn't really say anything about any other consoles. So it's probably. Just, I mean, it's gotta be on the Switch though. If anything's gonna be on the Switch, it's gotta be. It's so kiddy. But oh, it seemed like it was just on Xbox. I, like I said, I don't know. It's not like I plan on getting it. I am looking forward to the movie though, which I've stated on the show, but. I don't know why they decided. And then they did this whole thing where they were like, uh, Bugs was talking to you. And he's like, hey, we polled the internet and we said, hey, what kind of game would y'all like for this movie? And then we landed on this. So I guess they got like crowd opinions on what kind of game they would like. And people said, hey, a beat em up. I guess. I mean, it, what, what really are your options to make a game based on Space Jam? That or actual basketball game, and I can. That motherfucker gonna be whack. If it was a basketball game, it would be like it would be like NBA Jam, except not as good. I, I can't imagine them making a basketball game based on Space Jam and it being really good. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's about wraps it up for Space Jam too. Uh, on a more serious note, I went from. I'm going from opposite ends of the spectrum on this bitch. It's like really kid-friendly, funny, goofy, colorful shit to really dark, serious, definitely not for kids shit. But uh, I saw, I don't know if it was a, uh, kind of a behind-the-scenes thing for Hellblade 2. And I don't know if I've mentioned Hellblade on the show before, but a uh, huge fan of the first Hellblade. Senua Sacrifice, huge, huge fan. Now, I will admit... I only got the game because I heard it was an easy platinum because me and my brother, shout out to my brother Trill, uh, I be trying to catch him. Because for a while I was like, I had more platinums than any platinum. Let me go back. In case you don't know, I'm a PlayStation guy. PlayStation has an achievement system where you collect trophies. 
gold, I mean, bronze, silver, gold, and then platinum if you get all the trophies in one game, you get the platinum trophy. So, I've always had more platinums than anybody I know until uh, my brother Trail decided he wanted to pass me up. So, I've been chasing him for like the past three or four years trying to catch him in platinums. He usually stays about five to six ahead of me. I may be, I recently got a couple of them, which... Don't tell them about it, if you know. I recently got a couple of platinum, so maybe I'm like four behind now. I might be. Uh, but anyway, that, the point of that is, I say that to say this. I originally got uh, Hellblade 1 because I heard it was an easy platinum. Turns out I got lucky. It was an easy platinum, but it was also a fantastic game. So, it, it really, it's hard to explain through my, just me talking to you, but it, it's a it's a action game. Um, the the part that makes it so great, the combat's like a mix between. I described it as like a mix between For Honor and God of War, the newer God of War games, because the camera's real close. The camera's almost like right behind you, and it's a lot of one on one fights and like the 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 com the the button inputs aren't all that. Um, complicated it's like squares light triangles heavy and then it's like block and then dodge but uh the fights just seem so so what's the word i'm looking for like visceral so like heavy and real like grounded in realism like you aren't doing a whole i think i can't remember because it's been a minute since i played but i think she does some magic but she's not like casting spells and shit so it's just basically sword fights and uh, is you as this like appearing frail little girl going against these big ass hulking enemies and it's a pretty dope game because that's just the combat part the story is all about your character kind of which I'm not going to dive deep into because that'll take too long and I we got a whole show to do here but uh, it's, it's all about you dive into the psyche of this character as she's slowly losing her mind and you really start to feel the effects of that as the game goes on. It's a very impressive game. Hellblade. I highly recommend it. But I bring that up because they're working on a part two. Which uh, I hadn't. I think I, I heard about it. It got like announced at like a game awards. Like maybe a couple. Maybe a year or a couple years ago. But uh, this is the first time I've seen anything of it. And I don't think they showed any gameplay. They just showed. Uh, like artwork and landscapes from the game and he kind of described what was going on with the plot like the head creator or something and it sounds like the funny thing about it is it sounds like they're putting way more work into it than they need to which i ain't mad at them um because the guy uh i think it was the creative director whoever was doing the 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 interview or the video was like um the the lead actress is going is undergoing combat training and all of our all of our designers have gone under combat training i'm like what like yeah, that's too much bro you don't need to put your <laughs> you don't need to put your art designers in combat training just i guess they just wanted to make the combat as realistic as possible which i guess i ain't mad at you i get it but uh it, it looked great from what they showed like i said they didn't show any actual um what's the word i'm looking for any actual uh gameplay because it's just too early, but it, I can't wait. It's dope. I highly recommend it. It's not a. It's not even a long game. It won't even take you. Your first time through might take you six to eight hours. It's not a very long game, but it's a very great game. 
So I highly recommend it. But that's the uh, that's the last of the video. Oh wait, there's one more video game thing I wanted to talk about, and I find this to be very hilarious. I find this to be just as hilarious as it is confusing. Um, so the other day I'm at my brother's house. Shout out to my brother Heed, and he tells me that he has this this uh I guess he got an email from Sony saying hey you want to buy another PlayStation and he was telling me about it. he's like hey I got this guaranteed code you can go into the PlayStation store and buy a PlayStation from directly you know you can buy a PS5 directly from them like you're guaranteed it but the code he was giving expired that same day and I was like well I don't got the money for it right now so ain't no point he's like I right, don't worry about it so a day after that I get a news, um, I guess, notification on my phone, and it's talking about this article of how Sony has been sending everybody who has a PS5 an email saying, hey, you want to buy another PS5? And I just thought to myself, like, how does that make sense from a, a company standpoint? Because not only are y'all... Way behind in y'all manufacturing of PS5s. It's got to be the worst launch I've ever seen for a console in my life. I mean, like, y'all don't even have them in stores. It's been, what, the PS5 came out in, like, November? And it's, like, it's June now? November, November, December. Well, if you count November to December, uh, December to January, February, April, March, May. That's, like... Six, seven months, depending on how you count it. depends on what day it came out. Like six or seven months. I think that's half a year and still there's like no PS5s in stores. You can't even buy one on Amazon. You can't even buy one from the PlayStation store. And it's like, so y'all sending emails to people who already have them, asking them if they want to buy a second one. Now, don't get me wrong. If you got the money, nothing wrong with buying a second one and then selling it. Nothing wrong with it at all. But... Like, shouldn't you be trying to get PS5s in the hands of people who don't have them? Shouldn't you be trying to send those emails to people who got PS4s and maybe they would want a PS5? Like, don't that make more sense? Like, it doesn't make sense that you're marketing your, sh you're only marketing your shit to people who already have your product. That doesn't make sense. That's like if Apple started sending emails to whoever got the newest iPhones instead of the people who got the, the last iPhone. Like, I, I don't know what iPhones are, but say they on 10s. Say iPhone 10 is the newest iPhone. And they started emailing people. We, uh, they start emailing people with iPhone 10 saying, hey, you want to buy another iPhone 10? Why would I want two? I, what? Instead of emailing the people who got iPhone 9s and going, hey, you want to buy a 10? We got a code, you can get a 10. It's like, man, what? That don't make any sense, bro. It just don't. And you can't. Don't tell me. And I don't want to hear nothing about, hey, how they supposed to know whether you got a PS4 or PS5? They know. And I'll tell you how they know. One, they're only emailing people who have PS5s. So they know who got PS5s. That's first off. They're only emailing people who got PS5s. Second off, if you're online, they have your email. If you bought anything from the PlayStation Store before, and let's keep it, let, let's keep it real. Who the fuck in 2021 ain't bought something from the PlayStation Store? Like something, some DLC, some some in-game currency, like some VC or some COD points or V-Bucks. You bought something from the PlayStation Store, bro. Like, let's keep it real. They have your email. It's on file. Like, like come on now. So I don't want to hear no stuff about, maybe they don't know who got They know. They know. 
And if you got a PS5 and you're online with the same profile you was on your PS4, why wouldn't they have your email information? That makes sense. Unless you created a new profile just for your PS5 with a new email and everything, which why would you do that? You would lose all your progress you had so far. And then say you, oh, excuse me, say you like continued over with a game like uh, Call of Duty or something. You would lose all your online shit if you created a new email. So what would be like, what? It wouldn't make any sense for you to create a whole new profile for it. That, that doesn't make sense. So you can get that dumb shit out your head. Is and I've been ranting way too long on this. It just it blows. Like I, it's not me. So I'm not like, man, give me my chance to buy a PlayStation because honestly, I don't have a PS5, and it's partially because I don't really got the full five hundred dollars to be dropping on a PS5 right now. But it's also partially because I mean I got a lot of games on my PS4 right now, so I don't. There's nothing on the five right now that I just gotta have, except maybe. Uh, Resident Evil Village, which I think you can play it on. I think that's on the four. I just I'm gonna wait till I get a five to get it. Um, what else? I don't know. Like what else is that? Like there's not there's no reason I gotta. I'm honestly I'm gonna wait till God of War. And hopefully by the time God of War comes out, there'll be real, there'll be PS5s available for everybody to purchase. Cause goddamn, I ain't seen a shortage on a system like this since the Wii dropped. I mean when the Nintendo Wii dropped, like. You couldn't get them motherfuckers for nothing. I had to go to like three or four game stops my damn self to get a Wii. But um, yeah, it's it just I don't like I don't know. It seems like a weird marketing ploy, bro, to only market to people who already got your product. That seems weird as here. But whatever, Sony, y'all y'all are a super successful billion dollar company, and I'm just some dude at home doing a podcast. So what do I know about how to run a business, right? Whatever. That's I think <laughs> I think that's enough on the video game uh, side of things. Uh, next week, we're gonna get into some some NBA news. I uh, I mean, when this podcast first started, like I was never I, I barely ever talked about sports stuff. Now I've been like talking about NBA for like the past two or three episodes, and I love it. I'm a huge sports fan. There just wasn't enough sports news to dedicate a segment in the show to. But now that we deep into the playoffs, oh man, shit. We almost at the finals now, so I can analyze every game if I want to, which I might mm, probably won't though. But because um, the, the games they come out too frequently, it's not like football was one a week. It's basketballs like they might play two, three times in one week, so I can't like we a once a week show, bro. What can I say? Unless we get bonus episodes and it's more. But I'm rambling on, and I'm sorry. We gonna take a quick break, and then we gonna get into the NBA news. And we are back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's time to do a little brief NBA news. Brief because I mean we only down to four teams, man. We got the, we at the we at the conference finals in the West. We got the Suns versus the Clippers, and in the East we got the Hawks versus the Bucks. And whew, this is I know a lot of people. I will say this. I know a lot of people not happy about the four teams we have left because they I don't know. I'm happy to see it. I'm glad that we don't got whatever. I'm glad we don't got the Warriors versus whatever team LeBron on. That shit got old. Like, I'm not a hater on the Warriors, and I'm not a hater on LeBron. But it's nice to see some teams you hardly see this deep in the playoffs, this deep in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Like, the Suns and the Hawks have been bad, like, damn near my whole life. I mean, there was a brief period where, I mean, I was young when Barkley was playing, but... I mean, I don't even remember how good they were when Barkley was there. I don't remember how good they were when Barkley was there. That's what I'm trying to say. 
Um, there was a time when they had like Nash and uh, Mari Stoudemire when they were good, but I mean they weren't good enough to make it in there. Uh, eh, they were good, but they weren't this good. They weren't this damn good. Uh, the Hawks have been bad. Man, I don't even remember when the Hawks was this good. Oh, but um, yeah, it's it's nice to see. I mean, the Bucks have been good for a little bit. They've been. They've been pretty good for, a few, I don't want to say a few years, maybe like five, maybe six years now they've been pretty good. Uh, the Clippers have always, like, been up and down. Like, they go back and forth. From, like, it seems like year to year they go from being really good to really bad, like year to year. So, I don't know. But it's good to see, like, teams that haven't been here for a while being here. So, no matter who makes it to the finals, it's going to be a team that hasn't been in the finals for a long time, which is good. I mean, I like to see new people winning, and I think I think I read somewhere that whoever wins this year is gonna be, as far as the big stars on each team, whoever wins this year, that's gonna be their first time winning, which is crazy. Um, which I like, cause shit like that really happens in sports, where it really happens to where like two teams competing for a championship or. Two teams that have barely ever competed for a championship, so it, it's nice. Um, right now, the Suns, as 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 of me recording this, keep in mind as I'm recording this, because I believe today the Bucks, the Bucks and the Hawks got their game two tonight. So right now, the Hawks are up game one on a very extremely, amazingly impressive game by uh, Trey Young. Uh, dude had like 40-some points and had a triple-double. God damn, bro. Like, holy shit. But, um, yeah, they, they, they doing exceptionally well. Um, then the Suns are up 2-1. They just dropped, like, I think it was yesterday or day before yesterday, they just dropped game three, which is hilarious. Not because they lost, but because Chris Paul wasn't there. What well, was he there? Yeah, Chris Paul was there. He just played. Yeah, Chris Paul was there. Kawhi wasn't there. So you would think if the Suns went up 2-0 without Chris Paul, then with them against the no-Kawhi Clippers, it should be an easy 3-0. But apparently, Paul George, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker all play like shit. Uh, <laughs> like all of them. And somehow the Clippers still ended up winning. I, I think... The only the only person on the Suns had a good game was uh, was Anton. I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Anton uh, DeAndre. He had like he had like twenty, and I think he shot like nine for fifteen or something like that. Yeah, but I think he like the only person that had a good. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm super excited. I'm I, I can't wait for for once. I'm just like, bro, I have no clue. Have no clue who's going to the finals. And honestly, on every team in the playoffs. There's somebody I like. So, the as you know, I'm a Sixers fan. The Hawks just knocked off my Sixers. And I guess I did want to touch on that, too. Because if if you know me, you know I'm a... There's three things. As, as being a basketball fan, there's three things I... There's three fights I always have to fight. There's, there's four for real, but I'm not going to... Like, the fourth one... The fourth one is kind of a... Actually, there's five. There's five fights I'm always fighting. Now that I think about it, when it comes to NBA. But, um, 
Two of them I'm not going to touch on. One is the LeBron versus Jordan thing. I'm not going to touch on that right now. If you really want to have a LeBron versus Jordan argument, sure, we can have it somewhere else. I'm not going to have it on this show. Uh, then there's a Bulls versus Warriors fight I'm always having. Once again, not going to mention it. Um, beyond that, if you want to have that argument, we can have that argument somewhere else. You got to know me in person, though, because I don't argue on the Internet. If you know that about me, you know I'm going to have an argument. You know I'm going to send me a message on Twitter and be like, man, you dumb as hell. This is what's real. I'm not going to argue with you on Twitter. I'm going to say you right, and then I'm going to move on. So if you know me in real life and you want to have these arguments, then by all means, we can have them. You know me. I'm always willing to debate. But anyway... The three fights I'm always having, the main fights, as far as players are concerned when it's basketball, is I'm always defending my boy Melo, I'm always defending my boy Westbrook, and I'm always defending my boy Ben Simmons. Whoo! And none of them make it easy for me, bro. I swear. I swear none of them make it easy for me. I, God. And Ben, Ben and Westbrook are the two, they're the two hardest to defend. Because, like I put on Twitter a few, uh, maybe a week ago, maybe in, follow me on Twitter at twitter.com backslash Diesel the Great. I put on Twitter uh, uh, maybe a week, maybe, whatever the, whenever the Sixers last game was. I think it was last week. I put on Twitter, I was like, I usually defend Ben, but, oh. Making it hard. And did I talk about this on last show? I don't remember if I did. If I did, I apologize. I'm finna recap. But uh, but he his last performance, bro, in an elimination game was was god awful. Like, bro, you play like 30 minutes and only took like four shots. That's that's bad, bro. Like, I don't even care if you brick and take more than four shots, bro. It's not like you shooting from the perimeter, nigga. You attack the basket. You chances are you bigger than whoever guarding you. But, anyway, speaking of that, RCDC World, if you don't know them, it's a YouTube channel. One of the best YouTube channels out there, bro. Them dudes is funny as hell. They they always do, like, these reaction moments. Not reaction moments. They do, like, they do skits based on how the, the players would react. And they did a spot-on one for Doc Rivers reacting to Ben Simmons. I swear to God, it was so spot-on. I predicted every line of dialogue that they were going to say because it was just, it was so accurate. Like, it was like they basically was in the locker room when they did it. But, um, it's, that's, it makes it so hard, bro. So hard to defend them. Like, that's, like, not, that's not good. I don't care how you look at it, bro. That's, I, I can't get over that four shots, bro. And he was, like, two for four, which normally I'm all about shooting percentage, and that's 50 but the problem is, bro, all your shots are close. So you got to be more than 50%. And two, you got to take more than four shots, bro. This is an elimination game. You finna go home. At least fire up some shit. They're going to dog you either way. You might as well fire up some shots, bro. You're going to get dogged regardless. It is not going to be any worse if you shoot six for 15 than two for four, bro. Six for 15 is three under 50. But I'd rather see that than... Two for four, but it's like you didn't even try. Um. Anywho, uh, I don't even. Oh yeah, I made my point. Uh, yeah, defending him was a bit hard. I think I'm done defending him. Like, and that's hard for me because I never turn my back on my players. I never do. But until that dude show and prove, I, I, I'm not going. I'm not saying I'm not going to turn my back on him. 
But I'm, I can't defend them no more. That was your, cause that's your last game until next season. This is all people gonna remember until next season. You going two for four in an elimination game? How can I defend that? How, how can I? And I guess I deal with the same thing with Westbrook. Where I don't know, he just make it. He just make it so hard to be a fan, bro. Because it's just like. He's intent on doing these things which make his game bad, and it doesn't improve the players around him. And it's like, bro, if you just focus on certain things, like, and it's it's weird coming for me because it's not like I'm some huge basketball star. I mean, I, I play sports. I've played all. I've always played sports growing up, but uh, it's not like I'm some huge basketball guy. But I, uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's just I just wish he worked on like if he could just get. And I told I told somebody this the other day. I don't remember who it was. I was like, if Westbrook could just get his mid-range down to Chris Paul levels and just focus on that, he'd be unstoppable, bro. Like, because he's 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 quick. He's fast as hell. He's strong. So he can get to where he wants to get to on the court. It's just that he's so focused on trying to beat you from the three and go to the hole and do these crazy-ass passes where it's like, bro, just goddamn it. Like, I get you trying to stat stuff, but... You should just, I don't know, it's a headache. And I'm not even going to get on the mellow shit because niggas just be, it's, bro, look, it's emotionally draining. And I was about to try to defend all three of these niggas on the podcast. And I don't know if I had the energy for that. Mellow's one of my favorite players. He has been since he came in the league and he always will be. He's one of my favorite players. I know that's tough. One, he's a Syracuse nigga. And I always stick by my Syracuse niggas. And two, he hooped with Iverson. And I'm rocking with anybody who hooped with Iverson. That's Iguodala. That's Kyle Corver. Whoever. E- except for... Never mind. I'm not going to throw no shots. Um, <laughs> I, man. I guess, I guess that's it. I guess that's all. I wanted to talk about the playoffs, but then I ran on a tirade. A tirade about Ben Simmons and it's like... That shit is disappointing, bro. And for you to put that little effort into your final game of the season... It's mind-blowing. And I don't like to disrespect people's game. I don't like to criticize people who do stuff I can't do. Because no one knows I can't make it in the NBA. I'm not even going to sit and act like it. You know, some, some motherfuckers like to portray like they can. Like, man, that nigga ass. I could be him. No, you can't, bro. Because even the worst basketball player in the league is still a professional basketball player. And they get paid to play ball. You don't. So, I'm, I'm not finna shit on anybody. But, man, that's like, that's tough. Like, in every year, it's like, you say, Ben, you need... Because I was... Here's my thing. I was all like, because people's biggest criticism of him that he can't cheat. And I was of the mindset that... And I'm, this is my last point, and then I'm going to move on to the next thing, because I've been talking about sports longer than I thought I would. But my thing was always, you don't need to shoot. You don't need to be able to shoot. I mean, he, he has enough tools. He has enough shooters around him that... He don't need to be able to shoot. I said, like, Rondo won a ring, and he couldn't shoot for shit. Rondo can kind of shoot now, but when he won that ring, he couldn't shoot for shit. And nobody said nothing. And Ben has enough tools around him that he don't need to be able to shoot. But what he better be able to do, Rondo could put up buckets. That's for sure. Rondo attacked the shit out of that basket. I don't know what Ben's problem is. He got handles. Why he not attacking the basket? Why he only putting up four shots in an elimination game? Is mind blowing, bro. Like you, like 
People keep saying you need to get in that gym, you need to work on that jumper. You need to shoot to be successful in the NBA, bro. Like, for real, you don't. If your team got shooters, Ben doesn't need to be the leading scorer on his team. That's not necessary. You, uh, like, he doesn't need to be. What he need to do is make everybody else better. And he need to be better at distributing that ball. And he need to be a better defender. He don't need to be able to shoot. He does need to be a better scorer. But scoring doesn't always mean shooting jumpers. You know what I'm saying? It, going to get into the free throw line, attacking a basket, all that stuff. That like, that stuff you need to work on, bro. You need to make yourself an offensive threat, and whatever you got to do, do that. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm done. That's that's it for sports. We're gonna take a. I definitely need a break now. We're gonna take a. We're gonna take a good break. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get something to drink, and then we're gonna come back. I'll be right back, y'all. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. First thing, uh, this segment is going to be covering TVs and movies. We've done video games, we've done sports. Let's do some TVs and movies. Uh, first thing I want to get out the way is that I know last episode I mentioned that I was thinking about going back to the theaters this year. Because before, and a few months ago, if you'd ask me, I'm like, man, ain't no way in hell I'm going to the theaters this year. Fuck that. I can't wait. Next year, probably summer and on next year, I'll, I'll go to the theaters. But um, I, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I've gotten my shots. I'm fully vaccinated. So maybe maybe going to the theaters ain't all that bad. Maybe. I don't know. The thing is, I've made my decision. Um, uh I'm going to see Black Widow in theaters. And depending on how this experience goes, I'm probably just going to be back in theaters. I'm probably because um, one of the things I'm going to talk about in this segment of the show is a new Shang-Chi trailer dropped. And I definitely got to see that. Um, and waiting for him to come to Disney Plus is just like, oh, that's going to be so agonizing to me. Because... I be on social media and I watch, I listen to different podcasts that talk about this kind of stuff, and it's gonna be agonizing to have to avoid all that because I don't want to be spoiled and I don't want my opinion to be not molded because you can't really tell me how to feel about something, but I don't want my opinion to be influenced. I'll say slightly influenced by what other people think, and I don't want people giving away plot details either. So. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go see it, and depending on how this experience goes, um, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man, all of that might be on the table. Uh, yeah, cause I do, I do very much miss going to the theaters. I, it's one of the, it's one of the, the biggest things I miss since COVID started. Cause I, a lot of people, and I'm not about to get too deep into COVID, cause it's the TV's movies part of the show. A lot of people are like, oh my god, I just haven't felt the touch of a human in so long, and it's like. I don't know what kind of quarantine y'all living in, but me and my family, we good. Like, we've hugged, we've high-fived, we've done all that stuff. For these people, like, oh, I've just been stuck in my house. I haven't been outside in months. You know you're allowed to go outside, right? It's just if you go into a public place, put a mask on. Like, you can go out. Like, some people's quarantines have been different is all I'm saying. But I do miss going to the theaters. I really do. I'm a huge theater guy. I love seeing things in the theaters. Um, but yeah, I, I've made the choice. I'm gonna go see. I've already got my tickets. I'm going. I said tickets because I'm taking somebody with me. Uh, yeah. I, uh, 
I just want to see how, how was how was how the experience is. I've known some people that have went to the theaters since COVID, and it was like hey, it's a different experience. But they glad they went. So yeah. But uh, speaking of that, um, the new Shang Chi did drop a new trailer like a couple days ago, or maybe yesterday, and it looks dope. It looks really, 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 really dope. I can't. I just. I can't wait. And I've honestly, since since the announcement of the movie, I've been trying to learn more about Shang-Chi and what he got going on. And he seems like a cool character. I can't wait to learn more about him. Uh, the trailer looks dope. There's all this kind of magic stuff going on. I don't know if it's magic. I don't I don't really know because I don't know that much about his world. Some 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 yin-yang, some some inner, some chi energy type shit. I don't know. It looks dope and I can't wait to see more. I, I can't wait. I got to see that movie. Um, another trailer dropped. The Candyman trailer uh, looked very impressive. I will say that. Uh, I definitely can't wait to check this out. It it, it does look like because me, I'm not a big reboot or a reimagining fan. Not really. But this definitely looks like, and it looks like it's not even a reboot. It it kind of looks like a sequel, kinda. Because from what I've learned, that the main guy in this movie, at least in the trailer, uh, is the kid that, or maybe a descendant of the kid, or some, he's somehow related to the kid that Candyman kidnapped in the first movie. He, well, he was trying to get a girl to come to his side, and he tried to burn them all alive. Spoilers for the first Candyman, I guess. I don't know. Um... He tried to burn them all alive in that thing, and the baby ended up surviving. But I think the woman ended up dying. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've seen Candyman. But, uh, yeah, it seems like it may may kind of be a sequel. Kind of, maybe. But, yeah, I'm excited. It looks dope. It looks it looks really good. Really impressive. All the effects I saw look pretty dope. Um, the, the How they're going about the story looks pretty cool. All the actors I've seen... Some I recognize, some I don't. The ones I recognize, I like. So that's cool. But yeah, I, I can't wait. It looks it looks really, 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 really dope. Um, we can talk about some TV stuff for a moment. Uh, we are, Yeah, we're going to talk about a couple TV shows that I'm watching. And then we're going to take a break. And then, you know, we're going to end the show on Loki like we always do. But uh, I watched uh, episode three of Dave. I'm not going to recap the episode. Uh, I don't really see a point. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the show. I think the show is hilarious. But uh, for a comedy, I don't really see the point. Um, I don't really see the point of recapping a comedy because I can't, I can't recap the jokes for you. So I can't make it as funny as when I saw it. So it's like, what's the point? But um, I thought it was a good episode. It was, a, it was a weird episode. It was definitely weird as hell. Um, one of the weirder episodes of the show so far, first and second season, there was a lot of... I'll just say sus activity going on. I'm not going to say no deeper than that. There's a lot of sus activity. But uh, it was another good episode. It was very it was very good. Um, another thing I'm... Oh, oh, I forgot to mention this. Uh, when I was talking about movie trailers. I, it wasn't a trailer, but I got some news. And this isn't like actual information. This is just something I found hilarious. But... Uh, some Indiana Jones news. I think this is five or maybe six uh, Indiana Jones. I don't remember. I don't, I'm not really an Indiana Jones fan. But uh, it, Harrison Ford got injured on set. And I know what you're thinking. Damn, you laughing at somebody getting injured, bro? That's not cool. That's not what I'm laughing at. What I'm laughing at is the fact that 
thinking he got injured on set, and then I went to myself, I thought to myself, how fucking old is Harrison Ford, bro? And I looked it up, the dude's 78. Like, bro, you need to leave the action roles alone. Like, I'm sorry. Because it wasn't ever like Harrison Ford was like, I mean, I get he's done his fair share action movies, you know, the Indiana Joneses, the um, uh, Blade Runner, shit like, he's done his fair share action movies, I get it. But goddamn, bro, it's never like he was like in there doing hand-to-hand combat and, and chase scenes and stuff. Whatever, bro. To my to my 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 huge Harrison Ford fans, Harrison Ford fans out there, I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect the actor. I fuck. I forgot he was in Star Wars. How did I forget Star Wars? But even in there, it's like it's not like you would like doing huge action sequences. What was that shit with CGI? And you were just sitting in the cockpit. Of, you know what? Not her disrespect Harrison Ford. I'm just thinking to myself, one, we don't need another Indiana Jones movie. I don't know who the fuck's waiting on another Indiana Jones movie. Two, maybe leave the action stuff alone, bro. Maybe let somebody else have the, the Indiana Jones mantle. Maybe, did you have a kid? Does Indiana Jones have a kid? Maybe he needs to take over? Maybe, maybe his father gets locked up or imprisoned somewhere and he spends the movie in the cell. That way you can still have Harrison Ford in the movie. But he don't have to do action stuff. And maybe his son's coming to get him. I don't know, bro. Indiana Jones gets around the country. I mean, not, not the country, the world. I'm so many hooting guys. He didn't knock some chick up. Like, Jesus Christ. There's the 478, bro. Like, maybe leave action roles alone and just settle on some serious stuff. Maybe. That ain't none of my business, though. But I thought that was hilarious. Now we get back to the... Um, we can get back to the TV show stuff. Uh, Watch the first episode of Rick and Morty. Um, I made up... I'm in a bit of a pickle. Got a bit of a conundrum. Not the episode. The episode was great. The episode was, it was top-notch Ricky and Morty. Uh, Ricky and Morty? Ricky and Morty. It was top-notch Rick and Morty uh, material. Absolutely loved the episode. My problem is, I don't know where I'm going to watch it week to week. It's not on it. I thought it would be on, like, Hulu or HBO Max or something like that. It's not. Like the first episode, not even on there. I watched the first episode on YouTube, on Adult Swim's YouTube channel. So I don't know how I'm going to watch it week to week. Because if you know me, I don't have cable in this bitch. So all, all the TV I watch is on the internet. I don't know how I'm going to watch it week to week. And that's, that's a problem for me. So I got to figure that shit out. That's my conundrum. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the freak I'm going to do. Um... But but yeah, like I said, first episode, I'm I'm pretty sure it's still up. Adult Swim usually does like season their YouTube channel does like here's the season premiere of the show and you can watch the first episode. There was another show. Uh it was an animation. It was starring Tiffany Haddish and Ada Wong. And I think her name's Ada Wong. I hope I didn't just say her name wrong. I think it's Ada Wong. Uh she's another comedian. Um it, it seemed cool. I forgot the name of the show though. It was about two friends and they look weird. But anyway, I, I don't know. I need to figure out where I'm... Moral of the story is I need to figure out what the hell I'm going to watch Rick and Morty from day to day. But uh, that's the end of that segment. Um, We're going we gonna to move on to our last segment of the day. We're going to talk about Loki Episode 3. So I'm going to take a quick break. And spoiler warnings for Episode 3 if you haven't seen it yet. Spoiler warnings for Episode 3 of uh, Loki. Coming up right after this break. And welcome back to the show. I... Ooh, I made me, I put me some tea on. Uh, after I had that whole sports segment that drained the hell out of me, I put me some tea on. So I got some black cherry tea right here. Let me take a quick sip of that. 
I wonder if that got on the mic. But um, I'm calm now. I'm relaxed. And it's time to talk about episode three of Loki. So spoiler alert, spoiler warnings, and whatever other spoiler thing you need, we're about to spoil the third episode of Loki. Episode three, Lamnitus? Lamnitus? Lamantis, I think. I think it's Lamantis. But um, once I'll, I'll start off by saying, pretty dope episode. I loved it. Uh, they dropped a huge bomb in this one, and I think, I think, and I don't want to. I was going to talk about this next week, but I just drop it right here. I think this is my prediction, not a theory or anything. It seems to me like, uh, so far in this show, well, so far in the past two shows, the Falcon and Winter Soldier and um, WandaVision, the. Third, fourth, or fifth episodes is where, like, the show, the show, like, is, like, probably the best episodes of the show. It's, like, in WandaVision, like, huge bombs were dropped and the world got turned upside down. And um, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier was, like, a big action episode. But, uh, yeah, it's usually around this mark. Especially for these two. I mean, this one and the last one because they're only about six, seven episodes apiece. Uh, while WandaVision was more. WandaVision was like 9 or 10, wasn't it? Uh, so this is like the halfway mark. And they did drop a bomb in her. And I kind of knew it. But I'm not going to act like I, I... Just in the back of my mind, I kind of had an idea. I'm not going to act like I straight up predicted it. But um, we, we don't, we're not going to get into that yet. Uh, first thing we're going to start off with... We're just going to go through the episode like we normally do. Uh, first episode started with some really cool music. I will say that. Some really dope music. Which is Which is strange. Because besides, I guess, Black Panther and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, besides those two movies, music, as far as music I can listen to outside of the movie, hasn't really been a big thing for any of the MCU stuff. Which is weird, but Black Panther and Guardians is like, I don't know, like, that's a huge, that was a huge part of... Their movies, their whole set. Now, I'm not saying every movie has to have music as good as theirs. It ain't necessary. It's less soundtracks for me to listen to, so that's more off my plate. But um, yeah, it just started off with a really cool song that I really liked, and it was it was kind of it was kind of caught me off guard. Anyway, it shows um, it shows off. It starts the episode showing off one of other Loki's female Loki. Um, one of her powers that she has that the Loki we know don't got. She's somehow diving into the minds of her, I don't call them victims. Uh, is victims the right word for it? Uh, whoever she's enchanting, she somehow gets inside their mind and she creates a space out of a familiar memory. So the person she's mind controlling just is reliving an old memory. They don't even realize that they're in some kind of mind control. And she's in there being a person in their memory. And it's like, how you even, I mean, I guess she's just going along with whatever she's saying because she's trying to get information out of people. So you see the other girl who's the, the first uh, time cop that she kidnapped. And she's trying to figure out more information about the time. Um, the fuck are their names? The the time, no, the time, time lords? I call them the time lords. I forgot what the show calls them. The people in charge of the time variant, the people who created it. But, uh, so she, uh, it, it kind of, yeah, it kind of starts 
before the end of the second one, but then it goes to the the opening scene, the the title card. Probably fastest of any episode I've seen. It really jumps to that title card. And then after the title card, it picks up right where the second episode left off. It picks her coming through the portal. Now she's in the time variance authority, looking for the, looking for, you know, the door that leads her to the the, the bosses. And Loki's our Loki, past Loki is what I call him. Uh, is right behind her. They have a little fight scene. They have a little argument. One one of the funniest things about this part, and it wasn't funny as in comedy. It's just funny as in me who watches a lot of movies and TV shows. Is that this this really demonstrates the whole my 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 whole philosophy of if you're just a generic guard in a movie or a TV show, go down after that first punch, man. Once they kick you or once they punch you, just go down because the more you get up, the worse your fate is gonna be. Like, cause some people she cause she beat up a lot of guards her. And some of the people she beat up, she just kicked a punch and they was out. And then some people got that damn wand that just disintegrates you, that time disintegrates you, bro. And it's just like, see, some of these people just got laid the fuck out. You got erased from history. Which one would you rather? You know what I'm saying? Like, just go down. Like, motherfuckers steady getting up and swinging them down. First off, don't swing that wand because it's going to get used against you. Just throw a couple punches, get knocked out, and stay down, bro. It's just going to get worse. But um, they uh, they uh, Loki and uh, old Loki and, and female Loki they end up getting into an argument, getting into a fight, and the, the time varying people show up and they get them cornered and they're about to kill them, I guess. But old Loki hits that little teleporter thing that she's been using, and they teleport to some weird random room that they don't have no idea where they at until explosions start happening and she's like where the hell are we he's like i don't give a fuck and that's when they go outside the room and they realize they're on a planet called L- fuck lamnitis L- lamantis maybe lamantis i just had problems with this word but i'm not sure how to pronounce it lamantis and apparently that's one of the spots where she's been hiding where she likes to hide out right because we revealed well they revealed last episode that she likes to hide out right in Places where civilizations are about to be destroyed. So whatever she does has no effect on history because their history is over in a minute. So that's one of her places she's been hiding. And she's like, look, dude, you teleported us to the worst place you could have. This moon's about to crash and we all finna be dead. So they spend pretty much the rest of the episode on this planet. And uh, you really get to see these two's chemistry and I, I think it was great it was phenomenal another fun fun i almost said fanatic another fantastic casting by the marvel casting crew fantastic casting i like how that sounds um they they're great they bounce off each other fantastically it, it's really dope um as they go on and they keep going through these scenes together and they just have to deal with each other because loki has the teleporting remote thing but it's dead like, the battery's dead, so they need to find something to charge it so they can get the hell out of there. But Loki's hitting it because now that he's out of the time variance, he's got his magic back, of course. So he can do whatever the hell he wants. So he um, he hides the thing, and she's like, okay, I, I got to keep him. I got to keep him alive because he has a remote. So if he dies, the remote dies with him. I can't have that. So he's like, look, I don't know how to charge this damn thing. So I'm going to keep her stringing her along until she finds something that can charge it. And we can get the hell out of here. So it's one of them situations where characters that don't like each other are forced to work together. It it works fine. They're great together. They're funny. They're serious. They bounce off each other well. It's really dope. I really appreciate it. Um, One scene, they start talking about um, 
their families. Well, they start talking about their moms because, I mean, technically they have the same mother. And um, I guess Loki assumed he was older or further along in his life than she was. So when he tells her, hey, I was adopted, she's like, yeah, I know. He's like, wait, they told you? And <laughs> she's like, yeah, they didn't tell you? He's like, nah, I mean, not right away, nah. So it was a great look into how minor things get tweaked between timelines. But they also revealed that old Loki is bisexual, which, I mean, I just assumed. I don't know why I did, but I just assumed. I mean, because usually these gods be so gender fluid and so fucking sexually fluid, bro. Like, it's like, whatever, bro. It's cool. Don't worry about it. I bang a chick. I bang a dude. Whatever. But um, they do reveal that uh, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very subtly. Uh, very gracefully, I think. They revealed that he's bisexual. Um, but then we move on from that. Which, it was a really heart-touching scene because you start to see them, like, maybe they don't hate each other as much as they used to. You start to see the hate starts, there's less hate and more, eh, we kind of getting along now. I hope there's not, like, a, a sexual thing there because that would be weird. I hope that doesn't become a thing because that would be weird as hell. I mean, they're the same person, technically. But um, eventually, uh, they sit down at this table. They get on this train that's supposed to take them to the spaceship so they can get off the planet. That's their whole thing. Uh, they get on this train, and uh, they're sitting down, and they're having drinks, and Loki gets drunk, and he starts singing and dancing and everything. And that draws attention. Then they got to fight their way off the train. They end up getting thrown. Well, Loki ends up, old Loki ends up getting thrown off the train. And Lady Loki's like, shit, he got the remote. I need him. I got to get my ass off the train, too. So she gets off the train and they're walking to wherever the train was going, I guess. And uh, that's when that's when um, Lady Loki reveals that all the time, all the, the the time variant authority employees, all the regular people doing regular jobs, they weren't created there because the myth or the legend is that everybody who works for the TVA was created by the Time Lords, the people. In, I cannot remember the fucking names, but I feel so bad. But I. Whatever, bro. Um, were created by everybody that's here was created here. Which I always thought was kind of BS. Because I've already told you about my theory about how I don't know if the Time Lords are real. I don't know. I think somebody else is running the show making you think the Time Lords are real. But I always thought that was BS. Because here's my thing. How come everybody that works in the TVA looks human? There's not even one non-human looking person in the whole TVA. Everybody just looks like a regular. They don't even look like... I mean, you don't even see nobody with blue or green skin. Like, everybody's got the exact amount of arms, the exact amount of legs, eyes exactly what it's supposed to be, ears. Not like they, Everybody looks human here. Why is that? Why did the Time Lords create a bunch of humans? Like, like the, time, the TVA is not on Earth. It exists outside of time. So people can look like anything. They can look like, have a bunch of arms. They can have, like, I don't know, bro. It's just weird that they all look human. I just always thought that was weird. But so this is when um, she was telling, she was telling old Loki, Lady Loki was telling old Loki how, uh, well, by the way, she doesn't want to go by Loki anymore. She wants to go by Sylvia, I think, or Sylvie. She's like, stop calling me Loki, call me Sylvie. And I guess that would make it easier for me to explain to you what's going on here. But, um... Sylvie, uh, Sylvie was like, I just say Sylvie and Loki. Sylvie was like, yeah, I was in the mind of this uh, TVA girl 
And uh, it was way back before she even started working for the TVA. And it was weird. Her mind was met all messed up. And Loki was like, what do you mean before she started working for the TVA? She's like, yeah, I dived into a memory from back when she was just a regular person. She liked uh, cocktails, uh, margaritas. She liked, she really liked margaritas. It's like, wait, I was told that everybody that works for the TVA was created by the leaders of the TVA. And it's like, nah, bro. They, everybody that works there is a variant. They erase their minds and give them new memories. And I was like, I fucking knew it, bro. I fucking knew it. Because there was a time. I mean, you got you to gotta see the subtle things, bro. You gotta, and once again, I'm not theorizing. I'm just noticing shit. There's a point where uh, Mobius, the guy who basically hired Loki, he knows what jet skis are, but the dude Loki threatened didn't know what a fish was? How does he know what jet skis are? And this guy, don't even, he never even heard of a fish? Because Loki says, I'm going to gut you like a fish. And he's like, what's a fish? How you know what jet skis are? He don't know what fish are. Fish are animal, bro. This is an animal. Y'all don't have animals? Yeah, you've never heard of animals? Right. Some just some just seem fishy about that. So I knew something was up. This show definitely has the it has one of those vibes of shows where it's like this big ass corporation is mysterious as hell and not exactly what they appear to be. So it, it, your boy kind of saw. That. I ain't gonna say I saw that coming. Like the like the plot is predictable, but I'm just like I I fucking knew something was up. I ain't know what, but I knew something was up. Anyway, once he learns that. Um, this is really dope scene. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, a long set piece of them, uh, because like I said, the moon's about to crash into a planet, so everything's gonna be destroyed. So this is a long set of them getting going through the town. Like, hey, we need to get to that space shuttle before it leaves, and we'd be stuck on this doomed ass planet for the rest of our short lives. Because I mean, we're not gonna be alive for much longer after that. But uh, so they're running through this town where everything's collapsing and being destroyed, and. Here's another thing that gets me about action movies. I, I talked about uh, the shit earlier about how people not going down and ends up getting hurt worse than if they would have just went down after one punch. But uh, they, these these guards, bro, are trying to fight uh, Syl Sylvie and Loki while the planet's being destroyed. And it's such a video game trope to me that pisses me off when I see it in video games or movies. It's like, bro, this whole fucking building is on fire. We're about to burn alive, and you worried about beating me some for some reason? Like, bro, get out the building, and then we can fight. Like, I was literally just playing Ninja Guy the other day, and one of the earlier chapters, there's a part where a house is on fire, and you got to go through them. I don't know why you got to go through the house. You're a ninja. I don't know why you can't just go around it. But there's a scene when you got to go through the house, and the house is on fire, and there's a bunch of ninjas in there trying to kill you. Like, this, y'all in a burning house waiting on me so y'all can fight me. That's dumb. But anyway, there's this dope-ass scene where the uh, buildings and shit are collapsing around them and are running. Now, I say this scene's dope because, to me, to the amateur eye, it appears to be one long-running shot where there's no cuts. And it just looks very impressive, bro. I can't lie. I might go watch that again after this, just that scene, because it was just that dope. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they do this long shot. There's this, there's this weird part at the end where buildings, a big-ass building's about to crush Sylvie and Loki, and Loki just does a thing, and the building goes right back up. I don't know what that was, and they don't explain it, and they just act like that was regular. I don't, like, he kind of, like, force pushed the building back. But it was, like, a mix between a force push, and also he reminded time. So I, I, I don't know what it was. It just looked weird. He just forced the building back to where it was. And I'm like, what power is that? But, I, anyway, I mean, I know Loki no magic, but that didn't seem like anything he could normally do. After that, they get to the end and they're fighting some more soldiers and they see the planet come in and crash 
and destroy the space shuttle that they were going to get on to get off the planet. So, I mean, the plans were pretty much abandoned. And they, they, that was it. Like, that was our way off the ship. Now we're doomed because this whole planet's going to be destroyed and we're fucked. And then the episode just kind of goes off. Like, that was, that was it. You see them going, fuck. And then you see Sylvia walking off and it's like, damn. And that was it. <laughs> episode just kind of goes off. And I remember, <laughs> I remember I was watching it, right? And I was like, uh, what the fuck did I say? Oh, I was like, damn, this episode probably about to be over in a little bit. There can't be that much time left. And I looked at the timer, and I was like, yeah, it's got about six minutes left. And then the episode goes up. I was like, oh, this episode's not about to be over. It's just over. Like, it's done. Like, that's hella funny. But, um, yeah, all in all, great episode. I loved it. It's the shortest one so far. I th it wasn't much shorter than the other ones, but it felt like it. I mean, I think the other one was like 55. The first two were like 55 minutes. This one was like 45, 46 minutes. Uh, not that that matters or anything. It's still a great episode. I still loved it. Um, probably my favorite so far. Uh, because the second one was great, and it was definitely better than the first one. The first one was great, too, but it, it was a lot of world building, a world establishing and world building. So uh, you had to get past that first. This one... Uh, introduced a new character. We didn't she was introduced in the last episode, but it kind of ushered in a new character. So you got to know her. She's great. I hope she's in more of the show because damn, she was good. Uh, it was it was a great episode. I loved it. I loved it to death. Um, kind of wish it just had a little bit more. Can't wait till next week. They keep stringing me along, bro. Like I'm. Whoo! It's just goddamn. This shit is entertaining. Um, I don't think I got. I think I got. I think I think that's about it. Uh, I've been been rambling on for quite a bit this episode. I I went along. I went long about the video games longer than I thought I would. Then I went longer on about sports than I thought I would. So maybe make this one a little shorter than normal. Maybe we don't need to ramble on as much here. Uh, that's that's it. That's it. I, I'm 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 looking forward to episode four. It's gonna be amazing. There was no doubt in my mind. Uh, looking forward to the next MCU stuff that's coming out. I've been. Is is I mean, can you believe it? We haven't got an MCU movie since uh what 2019? Like Endgame and uh Spider-Man Far From Home. Which which is some bullshit because Spider-Man's my favorite Marvel character. But goddamn, bro, we already getting Spider-Man 3. Like Jesus Christ, the last time Marvel was putting out movies, it was a Spider-Man movie. The last MCU movie was a Spider-Man movie. It was Far From Home. And now, we're, when the MCU's kicking back up, we're getting another Spider-Man movie? That's some bullshit. But I'm not finna rant on that for long. This is the end of y'all. I'm sorry. Whew. This is the end of the episode, y'all. I uh, winding down. We're about to get up out of here. I just want to thank y'all for spending time with me. I appreciate y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. Uh, like, like, like usual, let's get this stuff out the way. Um, uh, the episode is... Podcast drops on Saturdays every week. Uh, about 12 usually. Uh, the day after, usually I, tr I try my best to get the episode up on YouTube. And sometimes I don't, but I try my best to. Uh, after that, it's... Um, 
I don't know. I don't know what's after that. We're just going to keep the episode. We're going to keep the show going. I appreciate y'all hanging with me as long as y'all have. Uh, I got some next week. I got some stuff coming up on the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com backslash D the Z O D E E T H E Z O. Uh, there's links to it on my uh, my Instagram and my Twitter. Both of those are Diesel the Great, by the way, if you want to hit me up on either one of those. Uh, I got a couple a couple videos I've been working on, some video game stuff coming up on those channels. Just a little shameless plug. But uh, like usual, if you, if you get any comments on the show, please leave them if you're allowed to on whatever platform you listen to this on. Uh, rate if you can. I really appreciate it. Uh, feel free, I guess more on Twitter than Instagram, but feel free to uh, hit me up and give me your opinions on the show or if you got some topics you want me to talk about, anything like that. Like I said, these are the great on Instagram and Twitter. Um, what else? Uh, also, like I say every episode, in the description of the episodes of the podcast and also in the description of the YouTube videos, there's a link that will send you to a support page. If you want to help support the channel, you can give uh, some money. Only if you want to. It's not at all mandatory. It's not expected. It is also it is always accepted and always appreciated. Never expected. Because uh, I love y'all, man. And I'm going to do this for as long as I can. And as long as y'all enjoy it, I'm going to keep it going. But uh, I think that I think that wraps up today. That wraps up episode 15 of the Whatever I Find Entertaining podcast. Thank y'all. I love y'all. I am out. Peace.